Welcome to the 11th week of Trucking Life of a Trucker for May 27th, 2019. <laughs> so, did you enjoy, enjoy the last episode? Was that a good special? Nah, not really. Some of you are probably like, oh man, that sucked. Oh man. Believe it or not, I posted that up into the the rail group that we have. And Facebook took it down. They said they said my post was offensive. How is queer deer offensive? <sighs> I don't know. But yeah, it wasn't one of the moderator things. It, they didn't do anything. It just flagged it for being Yeah. <laughs> Probably because I had fornicating in the description. Who knows? I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> So nobody from the group knows it exists unless they subscribe. Big episode, and yeah, it gets hidden. <laughs> That's funny. Mm. All right. Today, I made a newbie mistake. Something I should have known better. I got up this morning. Like, All right, we're doing good. Good for time. Got up, got going about 4 a.m. Got my reefer trailer. Of course, I had to sweep it out because nobody sweeped out the fucking trailer. <sighs> Thanks, guys. When you drop your trailers, you're just so kind. Just so kind. Luckily, I remembered how the reefers work. Just turn it on, do the set point. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. But today, I remembered why I am not a fan of the reefer loads mainly because of when it comes time to get loaded I'll get into that in a minute we uh we me just me just me we um, okay we well, welcome aboard guys you're with me <laughs> got out of Gary picked up the empty got it swept out I had to put some gas into the reefer tank. Then we took off to Indianapolis, which is the first time I've ever had, well, not really a delivery, but a pickup. I had a pickup there. Traffic this morning was beautiful. Nobody on the roads yet. And it's all in my mind. It's like, how is this going to play out later on in the day? Because, you know, it's today is Memorial Day, right? Memorial. Labor Day is at the end of the summer, right? Memorial Day. And I know that later on this afternoon and in the evening, traffic is going to be insane, especially on that last end there on I-80 getting back to the terminal. So with all that, drive down there, beautiful. Nobody on the roads, like I said, yet. I get down there. I get to my area where I'm supposed to be. Not only did I just forget that, oh yeah, Indiana in the middle of it has a time zone change. It's, it's weird. It's like it's moved over differently when you get further south. That change is different from where it is up north. It's, I don't remember how it works, but it kind of like does this weird zigzaggy around the counties. But Indianapolis is on Eastern Standard Time. Oops. That screws me up. Oh, I did, well, make it to the, the customer's property on time. 
it turns out this facility, the place that I went to, was what was the address on the on the workflow. I get there and the security guard's like, there's nobody here. Yeah, there's nobody there. There's no there's no employee cars in the parking lot. There's nobody in there. It's 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 a ghost town. And I asked the security guard, are they gonna open today? She says, I think they're opening at noon. Opening at noon? Okay. Go and send a send a message to the fleet manager. Say, all right, uh, this place is a ghost town. What do I do? It might not open till noon. And she goes, Oh, TripAdvisor says if your loading number starts at the U, you go to this building, which is a completely different building and company than where I'm supposed to originally pick up from. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. However, the, the address of this facility was the same just had multiple buildings with different companies inside of it how does that work i don't know i mean i've seen other places like that before but normally the place i'm picking up from is the name that's on the on on the workflow i finally figure out where i'm supposed to properly check in get my reefer set to the proper temperature which was minus 20 had to listen to that. Oh my god, in the time time I'm sitting there waiting. They gave me a dock, however, I sat in that dock for four and a half hours. Four and a half hours. This is the kind of crap that happened when I was on uh, with my over-the-road trainer, because he was a reefer. And I remember the loading was horrible on it. So far since I've been doing this dry van stuff, my loading and unloading have been very, very quick. They don't fool around, probably because most of the time it's usually like paper. Or, and I get a lot more preloaded trailers too. I usually don't have to do many live loads. But when they do happen, live loads and unloads, they're really quick. You know, within an hour. And I remember this kind of crap happened with the overroad trainer where we would sit at those docks for hours. I don't know what it is. Maybe they pull the order differently inside the building. I don't know how the internet's working, but it reminded me of the trainee days when I was like, oh man, this sucks sitting at docks all the time. <sighs> yeah, and I thought I had plenty of time to get back here to Gary. I still made it back to Gary, but still have some extra time because my next pre-plan, I don't have to deliver that one. I pick it up from Gary and only have to go 60 miles. Over to Melrose Park, Illinois. Not very far away, but you know, traffic at that hour might delay it. So we'll give myself two hours on it. You know, it should only take me an hour. My little Grand McNaus is 44 miles. Uh, so actually, that's less miles than what they're predicting on the. Yeah, I like that. It's when the, that's one of those ones that's a win with how they do the, the pay in the miles here. Because it goes from zip code to zip code. That's how they pay us. This would be one of those ones. This is this this is what you call a, a win because it's what five and eleven twelve fourteen miles. Yeah, fourteen miles. No, fifteen, fifteen, fifteen miles, fifteen miles uh, over of what I'm actually physically driving. But I got plenty of sleep though. 
because I wasn't sure. I'm like, if this goes on anymore, then because I'm watching my 10-hour clock die down while I'm sitting at that customer. <laughs> I made it here with about 30 minutes to spare, just enough time to drop my trailer. Traffic was heavy on the way back. Very heavy. Um, not stopping. It didn't get it start stopping until after you go from when we we're on get get onto I-80 again. Once we got on there, as soon as I got hopped on the on-ramp, it's like, oh, oh, we're stopping right here. We're gonna take it real slow for the next. I had five miles, you know, five yeah, five miles left to get off the exit and get over to the terminal. And I'm sitting there. Well, I got 45 minutes left on the clock, so I guess I spent yeah about 15 minutes out there. I mean, that's not too bad. I guess I can't totally complain. But you know, you get kind of panicky when that stuff kind of happens. Like. Getting low on the clock. I'm stuck. I'm almost there. Please. <laughs> but beautiful, beautiful thunderstorm, though. Lightning was flashing everywhere. It was hailing. It was pouring down rain like a waterfall. And when I get here to the terminal, they got that place called Lake Gary. And Lake Gary was so thick. I thought I was gonna, the truck was going to stall because it was so deep. So I'm like, okay, well... When I go to get dinner, I make sure to avoid going that direction. <laughs> so I took it. Oh well, yeah. So I drop, drop a trailer, get it relayed here, get my butt parked, get my paperwork scanned in. And this is one of those things where it's like, it's nice having your personal vehicle at the terminal. Yeah, that freedom. Just hopped in there, went to the gas station, convenience store. Damn, that dude was whining just. He wasn't running first gear there. Sorry, I paused it there for a minute. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. And then I wanted to go to Cracker Bale. I keep hearing about this in the RV and van life community about these Cracker Bales. So I decided I'm going to check check this out. But to avoid this Lake Gary, I had to go down a different street, go the opposite direction, jump over on another street that was next block down south. I can't remember the street. But however, oh, <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> when you get into, oh, okay, what kind of neighborhood am I driving through here? There's a crackhead. He's walking down the street just waving all over the place. This is abandoned and boarded up houses everywhere. Oh, okay, well, okay. This this is nice to know that this is right next close to the terminal because it's like a block south of here. <laughs> Oh, but it was fun. It was kind of nice to kind of like drive drive that route and kind of go through a neighborhood and just kind of see what the area is really, really like. And when we went to Cracker Bell, I've tried to, I keep seeing it on the signs on the interstate about some fried chicken. So I got the fried chicken meal. Really good. It was juicy, wasn't dry. I got some mac and cheese and some green beans. Oh, and cornbread. Oh, I love cornbread. I hadn't had cornbread in forever. But I think cornbread is more, it's better with uh, like chili. Oh, good cornbread. I got something to eat, so I'm really stuffed. You know, I got the, the tiredness from eating too much. You know, that is when you eat too much food. Then on my way back here to the terminal, I was driving by this abandoned school. Part of me was like, you know, I kind of want to check this out. However, when I saw the the parking lot and I'm thinking oh I could just pull in there and then of course inside the parking lot was the hopo police were hiding out in there 
Yep. So I was like, well, I guess that ain't happening. I wonder how, how often they patrol that, that, that area. Because I've seen the school from the other side when I was uh, working the pole maintenance, inspecting the power poles for Nipsco. And it's kind of like, hey, you know, I always, I watch those, some of those channels on YouTube where they explore abandoned buildings and houses and whatnot. It looks like there'll be a lot of that around here, but definitely, uh, probably should do it with some protection or at least, at least somebody with me. Probably shouldn't go wandering into a abandoned school by myself. Plus if the cops come, I don't know what, you could probably get charged for trespassing or something stupid. So best not to break the law, right? Eh, eh, eh. Or or get chased out by a crackhead or a crazy neighbor wondering what you're doing around there. I know that a lot of the people who do the abandoned videos, they do occasionally get into trouble. They're usually in a group too. They don't just go chomping into places by themselves. Ah, oh, man, that food's settling. I'm really tired. <laughs> So simple load tomorrow. This almost feels like a like what I've done today is like how a local load would work. A part of me was like, if I would have made made it back and didn't sit for four over four hours at a dock, I could have you know say it was just a normal one hour one. Could have made it here with some time. I could have hit up the uh, campground over at the Indiana Dunes because like, everyone else would be checking out. So it'd probably be some you know some slots because my tent now that I got the van, it's got all my camping gear. My tent and my chair and don't have any firewood in there though. Should probably pick up a few bundles and throw them in the back. I guess I could go in the back uh, Gary Forest, but it's flooded back there. I mean, like I said, everything's flooded over here. That rainstorm, literally, the parking lot here at the terminal turned into a river because it's on a slight hill. Yeah, and so I got pelted by. By hell, when I'm sitting in the van waiting to go, go, go get some dinner, which is nice. I it's nice to have something different besides just cafeteria food that's here. Hope I get more loads here to Gary. Just got to do a little inquiring on the the local, the local driving position. I'll do that after I get after we get settled in here. Get get the trailer moved over here and get settled in. Maybe a week afterwards, and I'll. Give it a try. Oh yes, I know. I, I just, I'm just, don't know how many miles I'll get out of the deal. How that, how pay's gonna work on that deal? You'd have to get a lot of loads per day unless they can send you on a couple mile run down and then go pick something up, bring it a couple hundred miles back up. That would at least give you about 400 a day if you work it right, which is kind of what some of the loads that I'm going for out doing. Anyways, I'm just babbling now. I should probably go and get some rest. I gotta be up at four in the morning again. That is not one of our trucks. That's a pretty blue truck. That's a pretty blue truck. Are they taking the reefer load I dropped? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, we're taking a nap. And one of these days we'll sneak in to, if I get somebody here at the terminal with me, wants to be a little daring, let's go explore some abandoned buildings around here. Might go do that for an episode one day. 
do that for a special, huh? And stay away from the queer deer. That obviously gets you, gets you in trouble on Facebook. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Huh. Welcome to the update for May 28th, 2019. Man, the month is almost over. Almost the halfway point of the year. My goodness. Man, I gotta quit doing this fighting alarm clock thingy. I just love to fight the alarm clock. The, the snooze button is a very evil button for whoever invented it. And it was nice because I fell asleep to uh, watching Food Party. One of my friends on Instagram sent me a link to some of these videos on YouTube. I'm surprised I never actually ran into the show when it actually aired. What a weird, bizarre show. Weird and bizarre. That's all I can say. <laughs> if you know what it is, then you know what it is. If you don't, go look it up on YouTube. It's It's weird. But we're in a weird and it's stupid and in, in, a, in a very entertaining way that you keep watching it and you're like why the hell am I watching this why what's wrong with me yeah today I did two loads the first one was that one where I just did a quick little 50 mile over to Chicago? Yeah, it was near Chicago. We're just going to call it Chicago. I can't remember the exact place, but it's Chicago land area. About 44 miles. The traffic wasn't too bad this morning. I mean, it was slow in parts, but at least it didn't like stop and keep me held up. Only place that was worst was, of course, that stupid interchange when you go from 294 to 290. It's just, like I said, that's a bad, bad design. Whoever designed that they need to tear it apart and completely redo that. Because it's just everything going down to one little lane to get on that 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 highway. Stupid. Stupid design. Stupid design. Had to be there at about 8 a.m. Made it there with an hour of spare. And it was one of these places. It was um a clusterfuck. This, this particular place was barely any room to back and when you're trying to back it there's people coming in people going out and they're just lining up on both sides of you as you're trying to back in there and get yourself straight so you can back up to the dock and here's the funny part is, is I'm, I'm trying to get lined up to the dock so i can get my doors open and you know make move my tandems one of my backups to the dock one of the guys who are in the dock went and got the seal off of it so i get i get ready to open my doors and he says holding up the seal i'm like you sneaky little guy. You're lucky you don't get hurt, you know. <laughs> Let me finish backing up before you go and take the seal off the trailer. Wow. Do you want to snow? Wow. <laughs> and he did it from inside the door. Because he opened the door, and I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, backing up, getting lined up. And one of my lineups, yeah, somehow he must have reached over there, clipped that thing off there, and... <laughs> yeah, very dangerous. You know, what if he was still had his finger on it or something, and I pulled forward? Uh, not very smart. Wait till, you know, I'm in there. Wait till you hear the air brakes come on before you mess with anything. 
Oh. But it was really good. Quick unload. Love them dry van loads. They're quick. Got out of there by the time. Well, you know, like I said, I got out of there about the time my original appointment time was. Now that's now that's good efficiency. So about a forty-five. It was about a forty-five minute unload. In and out of there quick. Just the way I like it. Then I drove all the way back to Gary to go pick up another load going up to Shiboyan. Shiboygan. You know, I've heard, heard, I've been listening to the local radio station and I've heard the name like 15 times today. And I still can't get it right. It's the one that I call Shibegan. 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 <laughs> I think I've made, made jokes about this place before. I even heard the guy when I went in there to get my subway. He pronounced it. And it's just, now I can't say it. Probably because I'm recording and I want to say it right this time. I'm just going to slaughter it. Just going to kill it. I should just give up right there. That's it. I'm done. I'll get it right. It should be gone. It should be gone. Yeah. Place in Wisconsin. Um, I don't know if this is the place where the infamous uh, Whitney in Wisconsin's from, but... If it was, and I had my dog with me, I'd definitely be locking up my dog. Had to be this one at about 1500. Got there an hour early. Doing great. However, I go in there, and there's lumper humpers in there. Now, lumper humpers, I don't get them very often. I think this is probably the... Yeah, this is the first time I've had one. We had one when I was on my over-the-road training. But this is the first time I've had one because I get to use my first um, EFS check. You was like, oh, I finally get to use one of these. Figure out how that works. Use the app and figure out a way to pay our money. And it's kind of freaky because I, I had to get a receipt uh, for the lumper. Otherwise, if I didn't get that receipt, and I almost did forget it. And I remembered when I was checking out of the customer and she goes, do you need a lumper receipt? And I'm like, yeah, 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 because I almost totally forgot it. So if I don't, I, it gets comes out of my paycheck or something. It's, it's, hey, that wouldn't have been good. Wouldn't it not have been good. I gotta keep 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 an eye on that when I have them, because that wouldn't wouldn't have been a good deal. It's like a hundred and eighty nine dollars. Yeah. But it was about yeah, it was about another hour unload. However, these lumper humpers fucking made a mess of the trailer I'm going to go ahead and say that this particular load was pork and beans yeah and because some of the cases were damaged they just threw that shit right back into the trailer Can't and, they, and, they, and not only did they throw it in there but they exploded when they went in there so there's pork and beans all over the trailer floor the cans are bouncing around and then I look at the other cases and the other cases that they also rejected there was mold growing on these cans like, gross because you know I hear stories of other people who get come some of the food of the rejected items and they're just fine you know it's edible this I was like I'm not even going to touch it because there's mold growing on this stuff I'm not even going to try to even savor a can because it could be contaminated in some weird way so I spent another hour and a half with the customer cleaning up this mess. And I feel sorry for whoever has to take out the trash in the yard there. Because luckily we're 
the truck parking was, there was a trash can there. And I took those five cases of pork and beans and tossed it in their trash. I mean, with, with, with word, you know, the, the dispatch, I called it in, you know, to over shorts and damages. And I told them, yeah, what was going on? They said, yep, finally later I find out, oh, you can go ahead and just dispose of it. And that's exactly what I did. And there was a trash can there. I used it. So I wasn't going to carry that around and figure out how to dump it later. Like right now, I'm going to love that. They probably don't want a bunch of pork and beans in there uh, with mold and growing on it. Oh, it's disgusting. On top of it now, I had to waste a bunch of my paper towels to clean the floor of the trailer because, ugh. I did the best I could. It, you know, what can you do? I just... At least if you're going to deny stuff. And I know they just threw it in there because why would they randomly be splattered across all over the damn trailer? Maybe I'll use one of the photos I took as my icon for this episode. Now, now hey, if anything, that gives me a name now for this episode. Just, just made a mess of my trailer. Pork bean it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'll use the photo of the one with the moldy can. <laughs> it was gross. <sighs> so after cleaning it up, I wasn't able to go and pick up my next load. That is in Milwaukee. I wanted to go grab that load real quick and at least then get to the truck stop to end my day. Because this next slow is about 600 miles going up to East Jordan, Michigan. East Jordan, wow. I looked it up on the map, that's way up there, and it's not due until 6 a.m. on the 30th. Today is only the 29th, right? No, 28th. So I've got some time to get this up here. I mean, up there, yeah. Kind of going to be a slow week because after that, I got to make sure that by the time I finish that load I make sure they try to get me a load coming back to Gary that'll be what, that'll be Thursday right? Yeah, because today's Tuesday, that'd be that's Wednesday, to be delivering us Thursday morning so that load coming out of there has got to bring me back to Gary to start so I can get out of there and start moving my goodness, it's going to be a short paycheck week. It's not going to be many miles on this one because I had a short short run yesterday. Today I was like, eh, all right. But maybe that's, yeah, I want to have like, I don't know how many miles is it back to Gary. I might only have 1,500 miles this week. It's going to be a short week. I'll have to make it up the next few weeks. Yay. Then we got beginning of the month bills. Pay the first lot rent to the new place be 450 plus the bills well there just goes a thousand bucks already and the bills are going to start already coming in i got the message for my cell phone bill going for auto pay and geico sent me their information for my insurance on my vehicles and tra and trailer and oh is there a way i can live this life for free you know if i was single i could i could totally do it i'd just say go national and just say hey screw it and, every, and just make sure wherever I end up for a 34 reset, enjoy enjoy myself. Then you know, wouldn't need to. About the only thing you have is food and your phone. That's it. Sure, I'm sure there's truckers out there that do it. I'm sure there's truckers out there that do it, and they love it. But hey, I'll take my lifestyle the way it is. At least now, once we get moved to Gary, be able to do a little bit more.
camping. Uh, it's cloudy. We'll see how the weather is. There's a storm warning, but it didn't really come. I think it went and headed toward Chicago. I guess in uh, central Indiana and near Dayton, Ohio, they got hit by a tornado, which is extremely rare. That's kind of creepy. Because even, yeah, it was yesterday there was a tornado warning in Chicago. Crazy. Mother Nature is pissed at us, guys. We got to, we got to, fix fix up and clean up our act because I think one of the days uh, the planet's going to scratch this itch off of, you know, and try to get these parasites off and it's called uh, human beings. Before I get too philosophical here, I'm going to end it right now. <laughs> I'm going to, I could end up in some deep, dark stuff there. And I don't want to go there. Not on this podcast. If I wanted to talk like that, I should make it like a end of the world podcast. Okay. Yeah, feel good. Took a shower, had some Subway for dinner. Did pretty good. I need a I need a shower. It's been since Monday. Was it Monday? No, Sunday. Ugh. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that's right. That's why I skipped a day. I, I don't mind skipping a day. It's when it gets two or three days. It gets like, ugh, yuck. You know, got to keep... Everyone should keep, keep their, their cracks, their holes... And balls all fresh and clean. Without that, I'm not a happy camper. And food, of course. You need the food. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to watch before I go to sleep to on uh, YouTube tonight, but I'll find something. And, uh, would I have yawned at the end of these segments? That's uh, late, yeah. Okay. We'll catch you tomorrow. So, I'll be thinking about you tonight. Yeah, you. Welcome to this beautiful update for May 29th, 2019. I'm up here in beautiful East Jordan, Michigan. Farthest, I think, no, maybe the Upper Peninsula is the most north I've ever been. I'm actually on a walk here behind the customer that I was supposed to deliver to tomorrow at 6 in the morning. I was able to get up here a lot earlier. Unfortunately, I arrived just as they were closing for the day. But they said they'll get me first thing in the morning. I called, I originally was going to stay at my fuel stop, but I had the time, so I was like, I'll call them and just see if they allow me to park here. They said it was all right, and that they'll get to me first thing in the morning. And I figured it too late. I was kind of hoping to get unloaded tonight, and the day that way, start off fresh in the morning. But you know what? I get to spend, yeah, 13 hours here. 13 hours. And that's the longest break that I've had. Usually they're the normal 10 hour ones and I gotta get moving. And they're not in a small town in a beautiful area with a nature walking trail behind it. 
the drive up here was a long one, I guess I would say. It was long. And there was this one turn coming into town here that was kind of a doozy. It was a... Uh, ended up on the curb because I couldn't get enough space because it was a busy intersection. But if that's the worst case scenario, you know, if nobody was there in my way, I would have been able to make it. No problem. That was the only, only thing that gave me trouble today. And the last... I'm glad I came up here today because otherwise I would have done this drive in the morning and the last half hour of the drive, oh my God, it was just pure beautiful on an old two-lane highway. I feel like I was the only truck out there. I mean, there's people coming from the other direction, but I felt like I was alone. It's kind of fascinating. Because spring is like just at its end here. I mean, stuff is still like budding and growing and flowering here. Especially some of the trees. That kind of surprises me. But right now the sun's setting here in the in the forest. Feels like some... Is it cottonwood, maybe? That creates those little fuzz. Or it's probably just flower and pollen just flying around. Floating in the air in the sunset here. This would be a great walking trail, except there's power lines... Go right along it. What's over here? It's this. Oh, the bush. But I kind of kind of like this. I was able to get into town, get done for the day. I walked around a little bit of the downtown, the little bit of downtown there was, and went down to the docks and sat down by the. I guess it's a lake by the water and just listen to the water just sat there and just kind of thought then I went to the only restaurant I could find in town besides you know McDonald's and Subway and that kind of stuff was a Mexican restaurant and they weren't too bad they weren't too bad and that was a previous pole inspector I keep looking at the poles to see who did the previous work here Ooh, this one needs help 2011 by company name AES. Hmm. Don't know that one. Do not know that one. Mexican food at this restaurant. It was at least made by Mexicans, so that makes it authentic. However, you can tell they've been up here a while, maybe because. It was Americanized Mexican, you know. It's been used, and I ordered the hot and spicy burrito, and it wasn't even spicy. I had to add extra to it. Ooh, this is getting my trail's getting a little bit muddy here. Can see a lot of four-wheel tracks, deer tracks, and some bikes. I hear something. I think I hear water. I do hear water. First I was like, what is that sound? Oh wow, another creek. And this one's actually flowing. Wow, on both sides. Ooh, this is pretty. I'm actually doing a little, some vlog footage here because I really haven't had anything to vlog and this is kind of fun to vlog. I'll be right back. I'm gonna do a vlog segment here real quick. Cool. 
eventually I might have enough material here now. I'm getting, probably getting close to having a full vlog. I figured I'd vlog the move and that'll be the main title for that butt-fucked RV episode. Minus a little bit of the trucking stuff here and there. Uh, the creek goes way back there. Oh, it's just so peaceful. This is this is what I kind of imagined when I got into trucking, or the roads that I kind of drove the last 30 minutes up in this beautiful wilderness. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't stay at a truck stop tonight and then decide to come up the rest of the way in the morning. It's giving me a nice little evening, peaceful. And where the customer's at, they're right next door to a gas station convenience store. I mean, it doesn't have a shower. I got my shower last last night. So I'm all good there. But there you go. There's coffee in the morning and a restroom. Just like being at a truck stop, except instead of a truck stop, I'm in nature. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Oh, I'm trying to think of what else uh, went down today. Hmm, other than that one turn. Did somebody... Oh, yeah, somebody tried to... Tried to run me off the damn road. It was either going to be her or me. I was going into Grand Rapids. And I had to... I didn't have to do anything. But the lane, the... Left side lane was merging to the right because it was turning from two lanes to one. However, this person behind me decides they're going to pass me. This is turning into a marshland. Decides to pass me at the last minute as the two lanes are becoming one. And what do they expect me to do? She even went off on the in the in the dirt a little bit there. And just accelerated and like, oh my god, I thought I almost thought she was gonna go into the in, into the ditch portion there. Um luckily she didn't. She was able to get out of there. I just kinda of slowed down a bit, you know, hopefully give her enough room because you know, the lane spacing was closing. And I'm sure everyone behind me is like, What the hell is wrong with this lady? Like this trail. It's off we're getting ready to flood. Oh, I think I've hit the end of this trail. Till it all dries out. I had a four-wheeler. Definitely continue on. Congested area, it says on the sign on the trail. Ah, I know why. You know what I think this trail is more of? Because it has, like, traffic signs on it. This is more of a snowmobile trail. You know, for snowmobiling? That's what this is. So, yeah. Ooh, those are ducks that scared the shit out of me. Ooh. When you're out here in the wilderness all by yourself. What was that? Yeah, bummer. Oh, well, it looks like the trail just goes back into town anyways. On the other side of the flooding. Cool, I can walk back the other way. But she lived. She didn't go into the ditch. Just people. They just do some things crazy and it's just imagine how they, how they live. Because if she would have been, like, even a second later, I would have been completely in that lane. And she would have had no choice but to go into that ditch. She would have been in the dirt. You know, I can't I can't stop. i got traffic moving behind me. I'm moving forward. We're all moving forward. 
and she expects that, you know, I'm in her way. I remember when the, when I was in the truck driving school, they said that you're going to have a lot of people like that, that they, they, they get in that mindset of, we the drivers, the truckers, we're in their way. We're holding them up. Got to put it on airplane mode again. I'm sorry for that. I probably just went crazy in everyone's ears. <sighs> One day I'll learn. Because sometimes I get away with it. I don't get any notifications whatsoever. Nobody bothers me when I record these. But about 25% of the time I remember to put it on airplane mode so you don't hear them. Which I'm going to do right now. There we go. Before another one pops in, because I'll be sitting here talking like, oh, there's two of them in one. Cool beans. <laughs> oh, and it, the notification was actually for device care. Check background power use. Really? So it was actually the phone. The phone itself doing it. So would have airplane mode even helped on that one? <laughs> oh... Sorry, sorry. I know, because I know Anchor isn't very loud when it comes to my voice, like some other podcasts. Because I kind of notice that it's, the volume's not very loud, even though I'm talking right on top of the phone here. And I notice when those notifications happen, and you try the volume up, it's like, oh my god, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> oh, stick. Let's throw the stick into the creek, shall we? Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And I'm just kind of chilling here. Gonna wait for the sun to go down. Probably gonna get a nice little sunset. You know, I'm gonna get a lot of sleep. I wanna get some sleep tonight. I wanna get like nine hours of it. Oh yeah. Since I got the time. Just been enjoying my evening. It's kind of nice. It feels like a real working day this way. I got done working, got some dinner, now I'm going for a walk. Because a lot of times, I admit, there isn't really too much unwinding time at the end of the day. You park the truck, I do my paperwork, end everything, do a little pre-trip planning for the next day. Grab a quick bite to eat and shower. By the time you do that and do this podcast, by the time I do that, sometimes... I'm down to like seven and a half hours on my on my t- um, ten, and I'm like, shoot, I gotta go to sleep. I try to get get some decent sleep in. This actually kind of feels normal. Cause normally when you work a job, you get what? You work eight hours out of the day. So what is that? You get. So I gotta. That's too much math for me. But it's it's more than twelve hours. Yeah, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, you get 16 hours of off time when you work a normal job. You know, you do your eight hours, you get 16 of the rest of the day. So you minus your eight hours out of that, you know, for your sleep. That's eight hours in the evening you get to do stuff. You know, at the end of the day, eight hours. That's some good unwinding. So it's kind of like... If you're going to be a professional truck driver, just remember, the end of the day is really short. 
And then the weekends are kind of short too if they're only 34 hours. I don't know. That's why the, the local stuff is starting to look a little, a little more appealing. That way I can have a little bit more me time. Me time, me time. But yeah. Then again, if, the, if an opportunity ever come where I get like shift CDL work, I'll definitely take it up in a heartbeat. Even if it means just saying, hey, rail here, here's your money. I have no problem with that. Which I know that's out there. Just need to run into it, right? And where I want to be, which is definitely Arizona. Right now, we're going to work it out and play with it for the summer, but I think I've pretty much got my mind set that once winter comes up here to the north, it's time to head south no matter what. You only live once, right? I'm thinking again, and I'm babbling again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should probably wrap it up and end today. Tomorrow, I have no clue what I'm doing. Well, I do. As soon as I wake up, they're going to unload me. But as far as next next load, I don't know. Still up in the air. But hopefully, they're heading me back towards Gary area. Because, like I said, it's moving weekend. i got to be back there by Friday. Today's Wednesday night. Okay, well, I want to finish my walk, enjoy the sunset, and I'm going to go to sleep. And we're going to talk to you tomorrow. You all have a good night. Welcome to the update for May 30th, 2019. You ever, ever, ever sit there and hear the uh, Jeopardy, you know, tune in your head? Do, 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 do. Yeah, that one. That's how my day started. At about, you know, five, quarter to quarter to six. Uh, the dock opens up, and there's a guy over there waving me in there. All right, come on in. Come on down. I'm like, yeah, I'll come on down. I'll get this get this bad boy backed in there and and get the doors open. Oh, man, there's cans falling on me. <laughs> One of the packing straps broke during trans transit, and there's cans falling everywhere. I'm looking at him going, oops. And he's like, oh, this happens all the time. I'm like, Really? says, yeah, sometimes those cheap straps, they just don't hold. I'm like, well, really? Because it was filled all the way to the back. So there's not even any room to put any straps, you know, of our own straps. Because it's just filled to the back. I'm like, well, hopefully no more falls. I'm backing up to the dock and get this in there. You know, hopefully. So I just took it real slow. Tried not to jerk the clutch too much. Took it real slow and easy. And got her to the dock. And luckily, hey, no more fell. It was only the ones that did probably in transit. Took them about an hour to unload, and I still didn't have my next load. Trying to let the fleet manager know that, yeah, you know, it's time to wrap up, start heading me towards Gary. Because I got the move to deal with. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's good, right? But the problem is, I sat there waiting an extra two hours to get a load. Because I'm so up in the middle of nowhere, I think they're having trouble finding me a load. 
Lovely. So what do they do? They send me uh, up to Shibogayan to go pick up a load there and go around uh, the Upper Peninsula. Kind of cool. I've never uh, made a complete circle around Lake Michigan before, but yeah, this is the first on this one. Get to take my first actual peninsula drive on US-2. Get there to get unloaded, get unloaded, get loaded. I went to the gas station across the street, got some ice cream while they loaded me up. It took about 30 minutes. They told me 30 minutes, but it took like 28 to get me loaded, to get me out of there. Although my clock was burning up from waiting for the load, so I was down to about, you know, is it six hours and 40 minutes left of my clock? I'm like, oh man. Um, appointment's not until 11 the next day anyway, so I have plenty of time to get to the customer. Started on my journey up north and finally got to cross that big bridge on, was it I-75? It's up there. It's I-75. Is that what's over there in Michigan? Um, looking at my good old trusty... Yeah, I-75, crossing the, the bridge. And our toll, um, oh, what is it? Easy Pass did not work in uh, that particular bridge. So I had to pay that out of pocket. So I got my receipt, I'm looking at it right now. So I gotta use that receipt, remember to submit it so I can get reimbursement for the $25 to cross that bridge. And only do you cross this bridge at 20 miles an hour, real crawling, real slow. They were working on this bridge, so there was this metal grate we were driving on. You could see the water below you, and I'm like, oh, this just makes me feel real comfortable. Heavy load, going across this bridge. It's that unawkward, easy, uneasy, it's like, you know, being worked on, and I'm like, eh. Although the view, oh my God, that view was Beautiful. Yeah, good thing it was 20 miles an hour. I was really able to kind of get a good look at the view. That's why they do it, so you can look at the view. Across the uh, across the lake. The different colors in water was like a turquoise, and then it went to the dark blue. It had the different colors. And it was it was a pretty. I've never, never been up there. Definitely a place I would like to explore by myself because when I was driving through US2 I saw a lot of campgrounds that were just like oh man I wish if I wasn't in a truck I'd definitely be checking that out right about now and it was mostly along the coastline there so it gave good view of the water watching the waves splash up on the rocks really cool stuff really cool stuff luckily though that highway they do have passing lanes every so many miles which was nice Although the thing that I didn't like was not being able to take a break. I had to take at the pee. Yeah, that's a long stretch before you can find a place to stop. There was one truck stop, but it was on the opposite side of the highway. And by the time I saw it, it was too late. You know, I couldn't get over there. Didn't make me a happy camper. It's like doggone it. So by the time I got to my Eagle, my Eagle truck, I'm just going to call it the Eagle truck stop on um, US uh, 41. 
Yeah, US 41. And I also stayed the night there. Um, tried to get a hold of him, somebody and say, hey, can I get in early tomorrow? Can I get in early? I'm like, no, appointment's 11 o'clock firm. Well, doggone it. I guess I'm staying here a little bit longer. Get, get some good sleep again, which isn't bad. A longer break isn't bad. I will just sit here, watch some YouTube videos, and chill. That's what I'm going to do. And then tomorrow, see what they can uh, route me back to Gary with. Because i got to get back by Saturday, because Saturday's the first, and i got to do it no matter what. So no matter what they give me, they gotta, it's got to work in that direction and that favor. Otherwise, I'm going to say, hey, you know, hey, i got to get there. Got to stand up for what you believe in, right? Let them know that, you know... Because originally I wanted to be there this this afternoon, but because of how this load, that's why I couldn't get it off early. This load's almost afternoon time, so by the time I probably get out of here and get my next load, it's going to be after 1 o'clock in the afternoon or so. Which means bring me in there tonight. And I don't really want to drive that at night, just go, oh, it's going to be a one make for a long Saturday. Well, I guess it is what it is, but once the move's done, we'll get that through get settled in over there be time to change things up I think or something different okay well that's all I've got to say beautiful views beautiful drive got to cross a cool bridge sit and wait for a load to get out of um, northern Michigan and headed to Green Bay, where the Green Bay Fudge Packers are. Oh, sorry, fans of Wisconsin. <clears throat> Go Seahawks. Welcome to the update for May 31st and uh, June 1st, the home time, home time, home time, home time. Hmm. That's what we're going to call it. <clears throat> so, what went down, huh? <sighs> got my load to uh, Green Bay. Got to the customer right there, bright and early, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. That would be right in there and out, right? <clears throat> you know. Appointment was until 11, so it was already set, you know. So, So-called appointment. So I get to the customer, and there's this big line of trucks almost to the road. Go check in. Turns out, it really is an appointment base. That's the line to get to the one dock they use for unloading. So I sat there for about three hours in line waiting to get unloaded. So by the time it was all said and done, four hours watching my clock tick and my availability to get back to Gary to do the move was going away. I didn't think I was going to make it or not. And I still had to go and pick up my other load, which was a relay, and then take that down to Gary. From Nina. Nina. The Appleton Terminal. It just, it just, I couldn't believe it. It's just, I've never seen anything like that. You know, if you're going to have an appointment... Or appointment setup. I could, you know, I could have just actually went there at the 5 a.m. I already was planning, and then I could have been the first in that line of, of of trucks. See, sometimes it's good to listen to your own intuition. Just should have done it that way, huh? 
But no, they were sure that it was appointment based, but I guess it wasn't. Just guess it wasn't. However, by the time I got to Gary, did my post trip, got everything done. One minute left on that baby clock. That clock, baby. Something like that, yeah. Did pretty, pretty, pretty well. A little nervous there, didn't think I was going to make it. You know, I knew I was going to have to go through Chicago traffic. And that's going to delay it. And, and then on my way there, in Milwaukee, spent an hour in traffic because of a wreck. And that was no fun. Um, was it 90, 94? Yeah. It's like, come on. If it wasn't for the wreck, I would have had an hour to spare. Wouldn't have had to push it the way I had to push it. I guess I had to push it. Push it. So it was a cluster... I'm going to call it the clusterfuck of waiting day. Waiting at the customer. Waiting in traffic. Because of a wreck. And then waiting for more traffic in Chicago. Just a lot of waiting. I didn't think I was going to make it. I'm like, oh man, I have to go there on Saturday morning. <laughs> but here's the kicker. It was already late. And I made the decision to... At least get some sleep before I took the drive back to Fort Wayne to go grab the RV. So I decided to stay there. I did took a shower, got my laundry done. So I got everything ready for the next week. And then went ahead and got some good, good decent sleep. And then woke up at 7 and I headed on my way over to Fort Wayne on Saturday the 1st. It was a beautiful day, a little too hot. It was 90 degrees. Because when I got there and started, you know, hitching up the trailer, getting it ready, I was sweating like crazy. Oh, it was just dripping off of me. Yuck. One of those yucky, yucky moments. Took about, I don't know, say about two hours to get the trailer hitched up and things. We had, you know, put things in the cabinets, took like clothes to put it in them with the dishes so they didn't shake around or bust. And so the food items and cans, I didn't worry about them that much. And got everything pretty much uh, secured down. Loaded uh, the rest of the stuff that was outside in the back of the vehicle. Got the dog. We all got excited, and then we uh, drove on towards Portage. As uh, again, beautiful, beautiful drive, and and I have to say that it's so weird. I'm usually not that nervous when moving, you know, driving the big semi truck and the tractor and trailer. No, but when you're when you're pulling your home. It's just something a little bit more there. It's like, oh my God, you're a little bit more overcautious and very aware of what's going on a little bit more than you normally are. It's just nerve-wracking, you know. Eventually, about halfway through the drive, I started to get comfortable. I mean, I did the same thing when I went up to Appleton. It's, just, it's, it's trippy when you realize it's a little bit different. This load is my house, man. This load is my house. Otherwise, here's the kicker. The kicker... As I'm driving towards Portage, we took, of course, US 30. I took a normal route that I normally always take the truck. And went up uh, US, yeah, US 30, Indiana 49, 
over to 94 and then 94 you know to us 20. and as i'm driving there we're watching this thunderstorm in the distance get closer and it's getting windier and uglier and part of me wanted it to rain because that thing needs a bath and i wanted to run it you know through a storm however i i, I already knew how my luck was going to be get there and then have to unhook get everything set up while it rains and guess what happened as soon as we got the got the trailer parked into the slot and by the way by the way after after driving this the semi truck i think this um that was the easiest backing I've ever had with that trailer. Believe it or not, when I got that trailer, that was the first time I've ever backed up that trailer, you know, learned to, learn to back up a trailer. However, I, I 90'd this sucker right in there. And of course, you know, I'm in the, in the campground. Of course, there's the audience, you know. Usually the campground is the audience of people watching the backing. Nope, I put that sucker right in there, got it perfectly aligned on the little platform that they had. <laughs> for the trailer <laughs> and I think everyone was a little disappointed because <laughs> it was tight it was actually kind of a tight one for a campground but I got it in there really <laughs> first try right in there matter of fact it was so easy I mean compared to these bigger trailers the smaller ones like oh this is nothing oh <laughs> so I think I disappointed everyone they were hoping for some fun and of course, as soon as I got it backed in there, here comes the rain. Eventually, I just had to wait for it to stop. Uh, it was a good time to get inside and you know put everything back together inside. Things that shifted around and take the clothes out of the out of the pantry with the dishes and the glasses. And got everything pretty much up and going. After a couple of hours, I was finally able to. Uh, de-hitch and get everything plugged in and then the, the fun part which I call leveling which is basically you have a level and you set it on a level surface like I use the countertop and then you run in in, in and out in and out as you're playing with the jacks on the four four corners until you get it to where you want it to be or as close as you can before you drive yourself crazy got level and just enjoyed the evening and I had me some brewskis because it was long earned after that and now I've got some repair work to do. I don't know if the move did it or maybe overusing the furnace. The furnace, the auto ignite, you know, it has an auto ignition. It doesn't have a pilot light on it. It's not kicking in. I played with the wires and if I sit there and spark the wires, I can eventually trick it to go, but it will not go from the thermostat. I did a little research online. I might have to replace the board. Like, and well, I'm not worried about it right now because it's right now we're using the air conditioning, so I got some time to fix it. However, uh, it's just it's it's I don't know if I should replace the whole unit and maybe put something with the pilot light in it because if this is going to become a normal thing, we're we'll have to replace this this board. Yeah, we'll we'll see if it's a board. That's the first thing I'm going to try to replace. And if that works, then we'll run with it and see if it lasts how long it lasts this time. And if it doesn't, then we'll go thermostat because the and i mean not thermostat pilot light water heater runs on pilot light well yeah i've got some repair work to do at least it's not dire emergency i don't have to do it right away but now that i know i got to do it i got to get that and then my jack on one of my jacks on the back bent up a little bit uh, 
from, from I was trying to put it down and get it level and somehow I bent a little bit. RV repair work. At least it'll give me some video content. I've got some video content in the future now. RV repair of a new RV. It's under warranty, but I want to do it myself because it's just one of those things, you know, I want to learn a little bit more, meaning remodel the other RV. I mean, my wife, she suggested and wanted to kind of do a little remodeling and changes, but it's kind of like, let's, let's give it a few years before we really start modifying it. And who knows, we might change rigs later on down the road. I would really, really, really love to have like a road trek or some type of class B uh, RV, something that's easy to connect and disconnect and level and that way, if we one weekend, we can just say, hey, we're going to go to another campground. You know, still have our main campground, but go to another campground. And we can just start it up and go. Because right now, it's kind of, you know, I don't feel like going through that big pain in the butt every time I want to want to move it. So that's that. We're, we're moved. We're officially in Portage. Um, oh, 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 and a small, small little update. During the weekend, I did uh, go ahead and so-called, I guess you would say, I, it just says in, I'm interested for that that Gary local local fleet. And I got a message back saying that my solo date was 4-22-2019, and I have to wait six months before I can join another, another fleet? That just seems really weird that I have to wait to join another fleet. And that, that puts us about November 1st, you know which is when we're planning on moving somewhere south anyways. It was a little little kind of heartbreaking. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, keep my eye open because if any other opportunity comes along in the future, that doubles my money, then I'll, I can definitely change jobs. But, however, it's kind of like, oh, I guess I'm doing regional then. There. It was a little bit of a bummer. Because that was part of the... I guess I should have researched that before we moved. But still, I wanted to get the hell out of Fort Wayne. At least now I'm close to the terminal. and uh, We'll see how it goes with the regional now that I'm going to uh, an actual terminal versus trying to get to some other place in Indiana. So kind of a bummer, but not. I'm not going to let it get me down. Maybe, uh, maybe if I... Uh, you know, start job hunting or something and then, you know, get the company's attention and be like, yeah, well, maybe we can work out a deal. You know, I, I got the ideas up my sleeve, you know. I've got ideas up my sleeve. But in a way, I don't know if I really want to do Chicago traffic and dealing with Chicago every day. It's kind of nice being able to get away from it and journey around. Yeah. What a fun, fun situation. But I'll keep you updated on what, what happens there. But yeah, and it's kind of funny because my solo date, I thought I was solo date in back in March. Yeah, March is when I actually started going by myself. So what I'm guessing they're going by the date that I got my official permanent fleet manager, which is interesting. I wonder how if that works for like the contract miles, if it starts from that that particular date or all the miles that I've already done because I'm well over I've already looked at it I'm almost up to 30,000 miles yay it'd be time to wrap up this episode of a trucking life of a trucker 
If you have any comments, questions, or concern, you can go ahead and leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app if you feel the need to. If you don't, well, then I guess I won't be playing it in the podcast. Maybe that's what's scaring people away. It, just state in your message, though, if you don't want to actually play it in the podcast. So there. Ha ha. Ha. So the feedback is no feedback. Um, is that a good thing? Is, is, that, is that like everything else? Like no news is good news? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with that, con pie, <clears throat> you all have a great week. Enjoy yourselves out there. Because uh, next week, next week, um, I heard the heard there's going to be some ass sniffing going on. So be safe out there, drivers. And to anybody else who's not driving, be safe anyways. Just be safe in general. Don't drink and drive. Don't be stupid. Don't don't cut the truck off when he's driving down the road and slow down. Okay? 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 Please and thank you. Please. <laughs> Anyways. Um, also, if anybody uh, wants to, you know, give me some money and sponsor the podcast, we could go for another, you know, for a sponsor. Yeah, let's, let's get some sponsors. Yeah, that'd be cool. Get a sponsor like Vovo. Oh, wait. Uh, is that a good idea? No, that's not like a... I don't know. We'll see what happens if a sponsor ever comes along. We'll see what it is. Okay, well, this has been Anthony from Anthware. And from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking on my butt-fuck truck.